Hey there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Shady Boots Podcast. I'm your host, Abel, and on today's episode, I will be recapping RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star 6, Episodes 8 and 9. Let's get right into this week's recap. Alright, so we are going to start with episode 8, which was titled Snatch Game of Love. This week on RuPaul's Drag Race, the six remaining all-stars put on their best celebrity drag in the dating show version of the iconic Snatch Game. Similar to the original version of the game, Snatch Game of Love tests the Queen's skills at impersonation and pop culture relevancy, as well as improv and comedic characterization. As standard for this season, the challenge results in one top performing queen and a set of bottom queens for the week. The top queen lip syncs, as usual, against a secret assassin for the chance to choose which of the bottom girls shall be eliminated. So let's jump right into the recap. So after snatching her second win and the very first second win of the season, Trinity became the very obvious front runner, front runner I'm sorry, of this season. Uh, Ginger was very quick to point out that even in two wins, Trinity hasn't won a lip sync though. Uh, naturally, Pandora wanted to know why Trinity saved her, uh, to which Trinity said that she's put in a lot of work for the competition and deserves her spot. Bitch, no, she didn't. Mm -mm. Pandora box, girl, you did not put in the work. Trinity lied to you. She's just trying to, uh, she wants to keep you around because you are the weakest link. One of the, the girl. No, ma'am. Anyways, let's continue. <laughs> um, so Trinity challenged Pandora to speak louder and stand up for herself in all of the remaining challenges. Because of the tie, the girls wanted to see who voted for who revealing that Eureka and Ginger were the two that voted to send Pandora home. As a friend, Pandora's, um, as I'm sorry, as a friend of Pandora's, Ginger says that she actually went off the challenge itself, but Pandora called it a load of crap, considering Jan had been in the bottom for the third time. Um, I think Ginger was right in that. Like, I think, um, you know, Miss Pandora was in her little feelings and she needs to be out of them. Uh, I do not, I don't think that Ginger was wrong in putting her up for uh, elimination. So, anyways, the next day, RuPaul arrives in the workroom to present this week's maxi challenge the reimagining of the legendary Snatch Game challenge, Snatch Game of Love. When Ru revealed that the special guest judge would be Tina Knowles Lawson, Trinity lost her shit because she is obviously a Beyonce stan. I, Beyonce, everyone that knows me, Beyonce is my life, my queen, my soul, my heart. And I was right there with her and I was like, oh my God, like they're going to meet the mother of all mothers. Like she's like the mother queen, like Beyonce's queen. And she's like the mother queen, like holy shit yeah i would totally lose my shit if i found out that the mother of all mothers was going to be in the same area as i am so uh the talk of the room quickly turns around to who would impersonate who a ginger as the one everyone had their eye on after she had two successful snatch game performances in her past seasons for her third time at the game ginger declared she'd be comedian phyllis diller 
Eureka chose tracks with Pissar Devon, and Pandora chose Cam Cottrell, both of whom felt haunted by successful runs in their original seasons while also eyeing their first challenge wins of the season. So Eureka and Pandora both wanted to get that win of this week's maxi challenge. So we shall see if they got it. Um... Uh, when Ruby visits the girls for a little check-in, Trinity told her that she's mastered the body language and mannerisms of her planned impersonation, Whitney Houston, but admitted that she isn't the quickest at improv. We also, you know, okay, hold on. Before I move on with my notes, girls um, and boys and non-binaries, um, the, <laughs> she always has like a, but this isn't my forte, but this isn't my forte. Bitch, what's your forte? Bitch, what is it? Shit. Like, she killed, she slayed that Beyonce performance. But, bitch, what else is your forte, girl? Shit. I'm getting so annoyed with these queens. Like, I have said, every podcast of, like, the recaps, every recap from episode one, this is All Stars fucking six. Okay? Come, come with it, bitch, or don't come at all. Fuck. Anyways. <laughs> We also learned that Kylie would be Dolly Parton this time around, determined to try again after becoming the Snatch Game's very first victim when it debuted back in Season 2, and she was actually eliminated from that uh, episode. When Raja mentioned that she'd uh, when Raja, I'm sorry, when Raja mentioned that she Latoya Jackson, Rue clarified that they've been good friends for over 20 years, setting Raja up for great success or a huge uh, failure what do you yeah like i was like girl i wouldn't be choosing that if i were you like mm -mm, i'd be thinking about something else like come on come on come with a better plan especially if somebody's friends there no ma'am in the very first round of snatch game of love ginger as phyllis trinity as whitney and kylie as dolly were the first contestants vying to snatch the love of cheyenne motherfucking jackson oh lord jesus baby motherfucking christ i think he got everyone watching in america fucking pregnant um straight away it was clear that both ginger and kylie had planned out successful one-liners to drop and were able to go tit for tat against each other in improv it, they they're they just played off each other so fucking well i was like holy shit like they had it and then trinity like stuck there i'm like girl you girl this bye like <laughs> in my head at that time i was like bye girl you in trouble you in danger girl because no ma'am like they came for the fucking game like they were red D. Like they were crossing their T's, dotting the I's, all of the above. They were fucking snatched. Like they just snatched the game of love out of like, I was just like here for it. Okay. Um, Trinity failed to make a positive impression, but did provide a ton of fodder for the other two to play off of. So a lot of uh, what she did and said, the other twos were like quick to hit her with one-liners and kind of like shake her up a bit and you can really tell that she was shook it um her most embarrassing moment was actually stalling in the second question incapable of even providing an answer ultimately cheyenne chose phyllis as his love snatch which was again ginger 
Moving on to the second round, Eureka came out as Divine, Pandora was Kim Cattrall, and Raja as Latoya Jackson. They were all on stage to win over Fortune Feimster's heart. Sorry, it's a hard one for me to say. In this group, Eureka did dominate the other two by incorporating herself into all of their commentary, but often she was like it was noted like all over our line that she was sucking up a lot of the energy and it was just she was just like real over the top um and we're gonna probably get into that a little bit later because she her i guess her thing was like divine is an over-the-top drag queen that's her persona so she was trying to emulate that um whether she did that in a good like in a good way or not we will discuss i guess here in a bit um and then let's see Raja had a little bit more of a laid-back approach to Toya and proved an unexpected hit with Rue but Pandora's predictable sex in the city jokes as Kim fell extremely flat like they Kim Cattrall's like um sex and city character uh Samantha like you could have done so much with that character like literally but she just was very flat and it was just like it it was a it was a no for me dog like I couldn't I could not deal with that um it was just it was horrible it was like not great it was like a zero out of one to ten it was a zero um deciding not to choose one of the snatchlorettes fortune instead decided to propose to cheyenne um same everyone same like i said everyone in america is pregnant after watching this episode thanks cheyenne jackson <laughs> uh let's move on to the very next day as the queens got ready for the runway raja felt okay about her performance um about her performance sorry but acknowledged that some of her jokes didn't land mm, okay girl most uh kylie was proud to consider herself a contender for the top alongside ginger but pandora and trinity both knew that they were likeliest to be on the chopping block while also considering that eureka's energy on stage was weird and could land her in the bottom as well eureka this is what i was just talking about like defended her line crossing as divine as part of being like such an outrageous person because you know she's like divine is this outrageous person divine this is who divine is this is who i was trying to be and you know blah 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 i love eureka y'all but she's i don't know she wasn't ready for all-star six like i feel like a lot of these queens were not ready for all-star six like I like uh, most of them were not ready for All Star Six. Like, Rue, what's happening, girl? Like, are the are the Rue girls that answering the call? Like, we won't even talk about the shady contracts. I mean, you can look up Bussy Queen online, uh, YouTube, and you can read all about the or watch all about the shady contracts there. Maybe that has a little bit to do with it. Um, just my little shady moment there but anyways um as previously mentioned rue was joined on the main stage by tina knows as well as series regular michelle visage and carson kressley for this week's runway the category was pop art Any other categories you're coming for butch queen realness butch queen realness well honey you might have that one in the bag tens tens tens, 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 tens across, across the board, the board. Pull that pose for me 
DJ, start the music. Ginger opened in a printed and hand iron car- cartoon dress with her own face on it. Kylie wore a tightly fitted yellow and pink gown. And Eureka also went mod with a circle dress with faces all over it. Uh, Pandora was the third queen to walk with faces all over her comic strip inspired dress. While Raja switched it up by putting her face only once on the back of her purple coat. And Trinity interpreted pop art through Modern Revolution with a Black Lives Matter look. I really did like that look. Uh, Raja, girl, wheat girl. Uh, you're my girl, Raja. But, uh, man, like, it was... I'm getting tired. Quickly, okay? Like, the doors are shutting. I'm getting bored. Okay, we need to change it up. And by change it up, I mean, girl, let's change the color. Okay, everyone has a signature color. Yes, I look good in this color. Yes, I love that color. Yes, it's my good side. Girl, change up the purple. We get it. You like it. And with that being said, during critiques, Michelle told Ginger she nailed it for being so committed as Phyllis. And Carson said that she smartly listened to the other queens, which allowed her to get a lot of jokes in. Tina called Trinity's outfit stunning and appreciated her incorporation of the Black Lives Matter movement and statement into pop art. Um, uh, uh, this is the moment that, like, Trinity, like, lost her shit. Like, almost, she was like, oh my god, like, give me a second. I'm like, girl, same. Sis, same. Um, so, Carson did not like Trinity's uh, Whitney interpretation, noting that it was so hard for her to keep up, um, her being Trinity, to keep up with Ginger and Kylie, who were excelling, excelling. Uh, Kylie earned high remarks again, both for her beautiful runway look and for surprising the judges by pushing herself into the comedic zone. It could, you know, Dolly Parton could have easily been a flop and Miss Kylie Sony Glove did not let that happen, girl. She, she, she did what needed to be done. And yes, ma'am, I loved it. I was here for it. I agree with the judges on that. All right, so Carson, then we are talking about Eureka. Carson says he appreciates her look, and Tina calls her divine characterization true art, while Michelle said not all of her jokes landed despite her big swings. The judges also loved Pandora's runway presentation, but Michelle noted that she put herself into a small box as Kim because the jokes became very one note. Yes, ma'am, I, I agree. They were boring. They were dead on arrival. DOA girl. No, ma'am. Go away. Uh, so then last up, we had Raja. Raja took a hit from Carson and Tina for not being as, you know, what's what is it that I have here? Like, she, like, not being mm, as pop art as the other queens, I guess you could say. And Michelle thought that she could have gone way further as a Toya. Carson pointed out that Raja... Um, you know, she did have Rue laughing, which is ultimately all that matters, really. And, like, at the end of the day, it's RuPaul's Drag Race. And RuPaul was laughing at Raja's Latoya, which is apparently his friend. So, I guess Carson was right. But, like I said just a little while ago, girl, we need to change it up. Like, if you move on, we need to we need to step that pussy up. Because it's not giving me anything. Um, we are now going to move on 
And so now we are moving on to, you know, the decision-making time. Based on the critiques, Rue decided that this week's winner was Ginger Minge, putting her on par with Trinity as a two-time challenge winner this season. In the bottom this week was Trinity and Pandora, up for elimination by Ginger Ginger, sorry, or the votes of Eureka, Raja, and Kylie. Backstage, Trini- Trinity admitted that she's not quick and witty, but she doesn't want anyone to think that she's given up. Okay. Uh, well, that's all. Moving on. Privately, Ginger, I'm sorry, Trinity made it clear to Ginger that she has two wins while Pandora has two times in the bottom without a win. But Ginger said she was disappointed in Trinity's lack of fight in the challenge. Pandora told the safe queens that she could have done more in the challenge, but Eureka took issue with the times that Pandora insinuated that she was overwhelmed by Divine's presence on stage. Pandora took her comments back and accepted that the onus of her for her own placement in the bottom. Ginger seemed much more receptive to Pandora's argument to stay, but did say that she still hasn't made up her mind. I would just be like, girl, could we send a boat home? Like, at this point, neither one of you are giving what needed to be gave. Let's end this. Okay, now. Anyways, we are moving on back to the main stage, and Ginger met her lip-sync assassin opponent, Heidi in Closet, for a rendition of Sheena Easton's Sugar Walls. Because Heidi provide a more agile and acrobatic performance with splits and slides, Ginger did as Ginger does, which is to play off of her opponent with a comedic overtone. Through yelps of laughter for Ginger, Rue declared Ginger a winner once again. With Ginger's win came the responsibility of revealing the queen that she alone chose to eliminate. Boom, boom, boom. That was Pandora, (laughs) y'all. So Pandora went home, and as Pandora exited, she was stopped by Rue with the threat of the mysterious game within a game that at this point we did not know anything about still. So that was a lot. Yeah, um, that was it for episode eight, Snatch Game of Love. Take a quick Category break, uh, grab yourself a drink, get some tea, Category and then we'll be back to recap episode nine. What category are you walking in? Femme Queen Realness. Femme Queen Realness is in the house. Yes, I've snatched before. Any other categories you're coming for? DJ, start the music. Category is... All right, now, welcome back to the recap of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star 6. This is going to be the recap for episode 9 that was called Drag Tots. This week on the sixth season of All-Stars, the five remaining queens join forces with the WoW Presents Plus animated series Drag Tots to create their own unique characters with magical powers. The challenge tested the death of imagination of the queens and their ability to create characters and runway worthy garments from scratch. 
As standard for the season, again, the challenge results in one top performing queen and a set of bottom queens for the week. The top queen will lip sync again <laughs> against a secret assassin for the chance to choose which of the bottom girls should be eliminated. So we are in the workroom and Ginger is riding high on her second challenge win which raised her to Trinity's level as a co-front runner of the season and while congratulations were definitely in order, the queens really wanted to know if anyone voted to send Trinity home over Pandora. After looking through the lipsticks, it was revealed that everyone voted for Trinity to stay, representing for her a belief from her peers that she belongs among them. So they're just basically saying, like, yes, girl, you deserve to be here with the top five. Uh, that helped energize her for a new challenge ahead of them being, uh, after being disappointed with her performance from the Snatch Game of Love, where she tried to portray uh, Miss Whitney Houston. No, ma'am. Rue, the next morning, enters the girls in the workroom to present a mini-challenge, the class of AS6 superlatives. In the game, Rue named a superlative and asked each queen to write down the name of the queen that fits that category. Anyone that writes the name that is also majority will score a point. When asked who is most likely to steal a boyfriend, Kylie, that was the majority vote. No secret there, girl. When asked who is the prettiest queen, Kylie was the majority vote again. Of course, she serves fish. Hello. Um, when asked who is the most likely to have a sugar daddy, Kylie again was voted unanimously. When asked who's the messiest queen and who is the gassiest queen, Eureka was a majority vote in both. When it came to the bossiest, Eureka won majority again. Slightly over Ginger, though. The question of who is the shadiest tripped a couple of the girls up, but Eureka was still the majority vote. Ginger finally became the majority vote when they were asked who was most likely to become president. Everyone voted Trinity as the moodiest, except Trinity, who voted for Eureka. Finally, Rue asked who is the most likely to go home next week, and the answers were Trinity and Kylie said Trinity, Raja and Ginger said Eureka, and Eureka said Raja. Once the points were tallied, Ginger and Kylie were declared the winners for being in the majority the most often. Kylie was a servant -ish. He, like, everybody knows who Kylie is. Yes, Miss Ma'am. For this week's Maxi Challenge, Rue tasked the girls with transforming themselves into magical live-action figures that would be incorporated into the concept of Drag Tots, a cartoon series for kids of all ages that features animated versions of Drag Race All-Stars within the school environment. To create their characters, Rue wanted the queens to come up with the name, complete backstory, and magical powers, and then a design head-to-toe look that can be brought to life on the main run away. I like challenges like this, like design challenges. The animation's pretty cool. Um, I was excited about this challenge. Uh, as they began to plan out the characters, the queens realized that this was the sort of challenge that incorporates everything. Sewing, character building, performance ability, all the above, girl. Uh, they also looked back on the answers everyone gave in the mini, gave in the mini challenge, and Trinity got in her head big time about being called Moody and that she'd go home next. 
but Eureka advised her to not let the opinions of anyone else block her confidence. Raja also wanted to hear from Eureka about why she thought she'd be going home, to which she replied she got tough critiques in the previous challenge. And I think at this point, it's like, they're all in the top five. So it's like, I mean, who do you send home yourself? Or like, who are you going to say? You know what I mean? You can't, she couldn't say uh, Trinity or Ginger. They have the most wins. So it's like, well, you know, we're going to say you. Um, during a check-in with the Queens, Rue spoke to the subversive nature of animation historically and whether or not the characters they create would also be submersive. She also touched base with them about their reactions to the mini-challenge and that one of the biggest messages of cartoons is to not take life too seriously. Don't we all need a lesson in that sometimes? I know I do. <laughs> when it came to her chat with Raja, Rue strongly urged her to consider changing the name of her character away from Queen's Simi because it doesn't roll off the tongue very well. That sent Raja into a tailspin of doubt over whether or not she should start from scratch. Sometimes whenever RuPaul has these little one-on-ones with the Queens, I always feel like some of their her comments or his comments are like intentional like rue wants to shake these queens because a lot of the times i feel like they're set in their way and like they're like this is what we're gonna do and they have like this whole game plan figured out and then rue comes and is like nope i'm gonna fuck it all up for you i'm putting self-doubt in your head and he's always talking about like your inner saboteur but like who needs an inner saboteur when you have rupaul like come on <laughs> Well into the workday, it was clear that the feedback from Rue put Raja in a really tough headspace, and she just couldn't escape from it. Ginger, sh Ginger said that she'd expect Raja to hear the critique and run with it, but instead it made her stall. Meanwhile, Kylie and Eureka were experiencing frustrations on a different level as they struggled to construct garments from scratch for the one for the runway. It was funny because Kylie just could not, like literally Kylie could not get her sewing machine to work with her garment. And then Eureka was like rolling around the floor. It was just, uh, it was a hot mess, girl. It was, that workroom was just a big mess. <laughs> The next morning, the day of the runway, Ginger and Trinity were in high spirits about what they came up with, but Kylie and Raja remained unsure of whether they'd do well. As the only queen without a win yet, Eureka was certainly feeling the pressure to get on to get to the top for the week. She also explained that the reason she came back to the show this season is so that a big girl, and specifically and you know, being her, could finally be named the champion. Now we're moving to the runway, and joining Rue on the runway this week was Michelle Visage, Ross Matthews, and guest judge Charlie XCX. In order to showcase the drag top creations of the queens, actual drag tots Latrice Royale and Bianca Del Rio, of course, you know, their animated versions, were also on set as the girls walked the runway in their custom character looks. Trinity opened up as Fierce Felicia, the feline in a furry pink cat jumpsuit and a voiceover explaining that she's the queen of the catwalk with the special power of poise and posture that helps teach kids to walk the runway. I have to say, as much as I've been like annoyed with Trinity um, and her excuses for not doing well in certain challenges and stuff, I feel like this was a strong look. Like, overall... It looked the look went together. Her like the whole concept was well thought out and planned. So I was, I was impressed by Trinity. I have to admit, in this challenge, 
Ginger was next up as Tara Bell, a southern belle with a magical parasol that helps teach the power of charm and communication. I, um, I hate, like, okay, I hate whenever these queens fall into their, like, like, for instance, Raja, always in purple. You know, Pandora, always doing this old, like, older-fashioned queen, like, I, I I mean I get it I get it you you're in your wheelhouse but again children all star six mix shit up I'm tired of it like I I can um following ginger was Raja as I see a queen another purple character again with the power to change people's mood into a more positive groove and the ability to swerve into another dimension. Then came Eureka as Alexandria the Queen, a villain with the powers of toxic gas, a toxic gas and death stairs used to combat bullies with a bad attitude. Last was Kylie as Miss Behave, a witch-like character with an enchanted spellbook and a drag bag that help her be both badass and in good spirit at the same damn time. Before critiques, both Rue and Michelle agreed that the final five were making it extremely hard for them to find any faults with their looks and performances. With Trinity, Michelle thought that she had created a character that allowed her to act out her words without overdoing any of the performance. Charlie and Ross really liked her runway look as well. Michelle and Charlie gave Ginger high marks for the polish of her custom garment, and Ross thought her, that her character was never boring and never one note. I disagree. It's very boring. Rue began Raja's critique by saying that she chose a name change correctly and furthered it by calling her runway look a superstar look. Okay. Rue and I don't always see eye to eye. That's okay. Uh, Michelle prefaced Eureka's critique by saying she loves a villain and then went on to say that for her to make a gown was risky but was very well executed. Ross thought Eureka's strength was making fun of herself by taking the superlatives and incorporating that into this challenge. Finally, Charlie liked Kylie's stage presence, but Michelle thought she could have pushed it a little bit further in the performance aspect of portraying her animated character on the runway. Based on the critiques, Rue gave the challenge win to Raja and clarified that the other four were all in the bottom and vulnerable to elimination by either Raja or a vote amongst themselves. Backstage, Raja admitted that she did not expect to be in the top, considering her doubt all week. Girls same. I was like, what? Why are you on top? But whatever. Uh, obviously, she was excited as the only one assured a spot in the top four now. Um, as she met with each of the queens, Raja considered track record, relationships, and ability. Kylie pitched that Eureka hasn't won a challenge yet and that she has worked really hard in order to come back to the series and deserves a spot at the top. I agree. <laughs> Trinity petitioned that she and Raja have a strong bond, but Raja questioned whether it'd be smart to get rid of her considering how similar they perform as queens. Ginger pointed out that all season everyone has been voting based on track record, insinuating that uh, she should keep her in the competition and eliminate Eureka. Eureka. Eureka defended her track record as better than anyone, um, you know, giving her credit 
for giving her credit because of the fact that she hasn't been in the bottom. And then she got emotional over always being so close to the win, never getting there. I know that Eureka also was torn up and was saying that she refused to throw any of her fellow queens under the bus. And she just got very emotional. And uh, I was like, girl, throw them under the bus, run over them, put it in reverse, run over them again. Girl, this is $100,000. This is All-Star 6. You're here for the crown or are you not like 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 help me make it make sense on the main stage again <laughs> raja faced off against this week's lip sync assassin cameron michaels to the charlie xcx bop boom clap raja performed the song as if it was her own and she was a pop star on a concert stage while cameron turned acrobatic tricks across the stage and used the train of her elaborate gown as a prop um i love me to cameron michaels but this was not it her look her lip sync no ma'am it, it was just was not for me it was a zero so it was a rather conservative presentation from both of them basically being performance was very boring from both of them it was not the best performance at all uh, but ultimately rue declared cameron the winner cameron Cameron's win means um, the elimination would be determined by group vote. That vote was revealed to name Eureka as the deserving to go home. As Eureka prepared to leave the workroom, Rue arrived on the screen to caution her about the game within a game, but this time instructed her to report back to the main stage in preparation for the lip sync of her life. So, yeah, um, I, in other words, y'all, in the next episode, we are getting the game within a game, and I already have seen it, and I already know what it is, and I cannot wait to record the podcast about it, but that is the next time. Uh, until then, stay shady. Please leave me a rating and review wherever you're listening to this podcast. Follow us on social media. My link is in the show notes. And until next time, bye. Category is... Bring it to the runway. Runway. Run, 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 runway. Bring it to the runway. Runway. Run, 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 runway. Bring it to the runway. Runway. Run, run.